guys. I really do. I think those are really important things. I just wish they had a better question. That would have been a little more thought provoking, I guess is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Homer sells over there just dying because I look like this is I'm miserable. I just, like, it's, like, the question is, what are you looking forward to in Ashes? And you're like, I'm looking forward to a better question. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's it's exactly right. It is exactly right. I'm looking forward to a better question than this. Can we do better on Dev Discussion 55, please? Thanks. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Everybody, welcome back. Your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back. Your favorite cult leader from down under, Armored Cell. Yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> Good to have you guys here. Looking forward to today's podcast. Everybody, welcome in chat. Um, before we dig in, got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, a shout out to all of the Imperial Flames who are the supporters here on Twitch and over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Speaking of this week, if you want to do us a solid, you can go over to our pinned post on Twitter, as we always talk about right there at Ashes Pathfinder. Pinned post right at the top. All of the podcast places are listed. Check them out. Give us five stars. Leave us a comment. You can go to any of them, anywhere that you can find this podcast. And if you do so, we'll read those live here on the show. Um, let's see. Today, uh, we're talking about a little devotion and rest. Uh, for this episode, we got the cosmetics to talk about. We've got um, to talk about the dev discussion we mentioned last week. And of course, we have to piggyback off of last week, talk about some of the Q&A stuff. That'll catch us up to speed for this week. So we dig in, though. Gentlemen, how you been doing since last time? What's been new in your world and, and how's life treating you? Uh, all good, all things considered. Um, yeah. Been kind of spending my week. So I said spending that. my week, uh, yeah. Sorry, I was um, like... spending my week. <laughs> spending my week in Horizon Forbidden West. I've uh, been kind of digging into that pretty hard, and it's been, it's been fun riding around, killing some mechanical beasts, and you know all sorts of denizens, cult leaders, and whatnot. Mm. What? Oh yeah! Oh, oh that try that chime hey. for armored cell, huh? Whoa, 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 whoa! What's what's this? I want to make sure y'all were paying attention. Gosh. Yeah, I was thinking. You know, there, there was there there are there are some cult leader elements, and they they fell to my bow and arrow. Just just saying. <laughs> Two tap. Two tap. Yeah. <laughs> Not one tap. <laughs> no, yeah, because they have a helmet. I got to break their helmet first, and then oh, I just, like right. right between the eyes. Right, right. What about you, Armored Cell? How's life treating you, you little cult leader? You. Uh, really good. I've I've got like four campaigns and of uh, Baldur's Gate going at once at the moment. So I've got a solo Shit. one, a duo one, uh, two trio ones, and it's a it's it's a, it's a fun game, man. It's a it's, seeing what my friends do depending on like what we do, like 
So if I've already done like a certain scenario, I, I sort of sit, stick out of it and let them choose. And unless I haven't done that scenario, they will like both put in an input. So like, there's an animal that we talk to, that well, I talk to when I play through it, and then I brought my friend in, and then instead of talking to him, he decides to kick it to death. I'm just like, Shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, brutal, huh? And then he puts it in his backpack. I'm like, yeah, I don't know why you can put corpses in your backpack. And now he's like carrying like four halflings in his bag. Hey, man, in some games, you got that endless backpack. You can just tuck anything you want in there, bro. He's just chucking bodies at people. Not that I know personally. Just I've, I've seen it in games. You know, it's been in games before that we've seen that we've played everybody right. I'm not alone in so this. I'm, I'm thinking your in-game fantasies to be able to put bodies in your backpack is what's happening. Who are you talking to right now? Well, you, you know, the, you know, the, right. the only person in this podcast that has ch- uh, backpack issues, right? Backpack issues. Organization best. Oh, you mean organization, like full bags? <laughs> yeah, full bags. So, you know, your fantasy would be able to put as many bodies as possible uh, in there. You know, as you do like Dark Overlord stuff and things. Oh my god. Oh, thanks, Armored Cell. You, you rock, dude. You can give some love in chat Thank for, you, for homie. That was very sweet, dude. Um, What do I got going on right now? In life. Not what Daedalus is talking about. Obviously, that's not part of what I'm doing in my life right now. I've been playing CSGO like a champ, man. I've been I've been playing it like main gaming it. Learning a ton, playing a ton. Yeah, it's been a good time. And and the best part is like Bellyolio in chat. Um, Sinstop, another homie we we saw here in chat. Like I've actually had like some play, people to play with. Been doing like some competitive ranked. It's been it's been good, man. Knocking off like the rust, the dust, <laughs> the dust map, if you know what I mean, and getting better at playing the game. Um, and I've been enjoying it. Uh, aside from that, like, did I tell you guys last week I got my manuscript back with all the changes to like work on? No. Oh, yeah. Hey, so my no. editor, yeah, editor got me back my manuscript. So for my book, and uh, honestly, not as much to work on as I thought I was gonna have. I still have some things I need to go do that I was aware of, but like, that was good. It was good. A lot of good concrete feedback. Um, I didn't work on it this week or the week before and I got it back the week before. Um, cause I wanted to give myself a little time. Plus it's been hot waiting for it to cool off, but I'm like basically planning on getting all those changes and added content on there and getting that back to her by like probably the end of September, I think will be when I do that. Um, I want to make sure I give myself time to work on it. But so that's like on the pipeline. Um, yeah, I've been happy to be doing these podcasts again. You know, take we took a break there for a little while. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been it's been busy. Um, I've been I've been staying really busy, but oh my God, I'm like so looking forward to fall. I can't I can't stress that enough. I'm just super stoked and looking forward to fall and being able to enjoy fall. Oh, I've got a trip planned. This is big news. I'm taking a big, I, 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 I did it, man. I got a big trip coming up, going with my partner, going to go to like the Oregon coast in like October, just take some time, like unplugged. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the prettiest places in the U S like supposedly to visit. I've never been there. Um, so looking forward to doing that. Gonna, I have, mm. it as that, I mean, it is as advertised. It's is it? Oh, God, dude, I got, I got a, a beach house, like going to go check all the things. What's up, Armour Hotel? 
what is an origin? I've actually never been to America, so. <sighs> oh, I mean, it's it's very like Pacific Northwest, so it's going to be like a lot of trees, and when you get on the uh, coast, it's like super pretty. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's just beautiful over there. Yeah, I'm like super stoked, man. Like, I don't know what you maybe we can talk offline about what parts, but I've been to a few places there, and if if you happen to be a fan of dairy, there is a Tillamook Dairy, um, you know, factory there, and really? they serve cheese of course and ice Ooh. cream as well it is yeah. it is a need to get them deep nice man. day trip i'm basically gonna yeah, be between like the portland area where we'll like you know fly in mm -hmm. and then basically west of that around like cannon beach area kind of north and south of that so basically that triangular area okay. is sort of where okay. but i got a ride so i got a rental car so if like uh there's a good place to go oh. check out like oh. there for like five days or so so yeah I'm all about it, man. Okay. Shoot me the shoot me the ideas and the things, and I'll definitely. I'm just. It's gonna be nice, dude, because I haven't taken. I as an adult, I haven't taken a purely like pure vacation where it's just for enjoyment and not also something else going on. Like went to San Diego for BlizzCon. Technically, I was there to also go buy Intrepid Studios and do other stuff, which was still fun. But you know, this is like pure pleasure enjoyment as an adult. You know, no pressure to do anything. Just go have a good time, have fun, completely un mm -hmm. unwind and relax. And I'm like really looking forward to that because that's like, yeah, that's like my first big vacation for myself in quite a long time. So that'll be nice. I'm looking forward to that. I, hear that. I think so, my last so. one was like Samoa, and that was like five years ago. Really? Where I didn't need to see family or anything. It was like Samoa, and that was really good. Wow, that's cool, dude. God, one of these days, I want to. Just stretch stretch my wings out a little bit more and go check out some other places, but it's just good, dude. Like you know, it's it's kind of a it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice going into the end of the year. I got like some relaxation balanced in there, book stuff kind of being finalized. You know, we'll see if we get anything for ashes, obviously. But speaking of ashes, new cosmetics are up. Kind of an interesting discussion point on the cosmetics, guys. Let's skip forward to the main thing. Y'all are watching me mm -hmm. skip around. You'll probably notice that certainly has. It's very ashes themed. It's called None Forgotten, and they stated this is per our scribe, by the way, uh, which is Skylark the Botanist, who dropped by and said, "By the way, he probably doing probably be a little delayed on getting us the next the next developer stream outline but he'll be getting it to us um but yeah, yeah this is one of the last ones i think september uh and in discord's where he posted he actually posted it in our ashes discussion and in there when you scroll up there it is right there we'd also like to inform our glorious community that the unannounced september pre-order packs will be our final pre-order packs more information regarding this can be found in the Q&A at the end of this article. This is on their None Forgotten uh, article for the newest Dev Cosmetics. I'm going to post that there. I, I don't know. I guess generally, while these are kind of rolling through, why don't you guys share your thoughts about it? Chat, obviously. Let us know your thoughts, too. What do you think about them? I mean, I think we're back on the shut up and take my money months. <laughs> I mean, this is this was like, a, I really like this pack. I mean, I disliked how 
you know the i just the style of the armor i mean i i can imagine just wearing that can i swing in a big old hammer and uh and that armor i love the just like the phoenix design in the red uh just yeah there's just so much goodness here i i definitely like love it mm-hmm. i like the necklace i mean just like it just it it hit all the right um stuff and things for me this month um and it honestly made me want to make it a dwarf character alt character i'm not i mean i may and it's still gonna go probably more like traditional like humanoid ish um but uh but i do like this quite a bit this is uh definitely back in in my good graces in terms of style and stuff that i like to see and that skull just looks badass so the the skull does look badass it's like it's like metal as well like yeah it's really really cool but i really like the armor on the warhog right like it's it reminds me of like I'm like orcish sort of like you know like the plating. Mm-hmm. I was like layered of plating on plating on plating, not just one solid piece. Mm-hmm. Reminds me very, of the very three dimensional. I like it. Yeah. yeah, reminds me of the uh, in uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. I think it was no, 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 no. It's in the Hobbit actually, right? No, it's Lord of the Rings. I can't remember. It was it was the Hobbit trilogy, right? Where where like the dwarf dwarves came to like back up. Um, What's his name? Uh, Lisa. Warren Oakenshield, right? And they come in, they got their, like, boars, and they're, like, rolling on the boars that are, like, armored. Like, that's what that reminds me yeah. of. Holy. The skull's, like, so heavy metal. <laughs> it's, like... For real, yeah. yeah. Like, that one's Unintended. super heavy metal. There, so there's the Lavalier of Devotion, which is the necklace. You've got the Flaming Skull of Unrest, which is a pet cosmetic, which is pretty... It's probably one of the more unique pets cosmetics that we've seen this is one i'm wondering about too because where i usually see that they've got like you know an animal husbandry a lot of the animals like that we've seen as pet cosmetics are ones that you expect you'll be breeding so you may not get that exact variation but more than likely you'll be able to someone will be able to tame that animal someone will be able to breed them someone will be able to get pets and or mounts like them but this skull, on the other hand, I don't know if that's one that you're you're gonna get a yeah. a, a variation of, right? Yeah, that's a good question. It's yeah. like, how, how are you gonna bring the skull? I don't I don't know if you can. It's this is a necromatic forces, right? So like, how, how can you breed the skull? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think you could go honestly. I think the variants could be different styles of metal. It could be different, like, colors of flame. I mean, I bet that would look badass with some purple or green fire. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. I mean, I, I do like that a lot. Um, Reminds me of sort of, like, Ghost Rider sort of scenario, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like I said. Yeah, and I kind of see, like, the, I mean, you could totally do, like, kind of, like, almost like a steampunk, like, necromancer kind of thing if you did you know got the right set of armor and so on um yeah for sure so the the this one is one that i've contemplated the the skull particularly the necklace the accessory skin that one too is like i don't feel like we're gonna see those because you got to look at this and go this feels very much Intrepid Studios branded stuff. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's going to be in-game the Goddess of Creation stuff unless they plan to use that actual Ashes of Creation <laughs> logo as an actual Goddess of Creation symbol. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. sure. So the 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 boar, you know, the regalia looks really good too. It feels very very phoenix themed. Um, you know, even like the hearse of the honored, which is the the caravan skin, the forge of remembrance feels very much. And I think it was funny because Arthas was like talking about, <laughs> like, guess where I'm gonna like cremate my enemies? <laughs> I was like, bro, oh my god. So yeah. It, this one all around uh, feels very interesting. and I need to have a little talk about walking back into the light. I'm just going to say that right now. Because I think there's too much DO happening around here. Arthas is getting corrupted. We need to bring him back. He's, he's supposed to be, you know, a light bringer here. You know, what's what's happening? I don't know, man. On, bro? I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, but he's saying cremate his enemies. So, I mean, come on, you know, I'm just, I just That's a sign of respect. That's a sign of respect. If you if he if he wants yeah, to respect, it's not, the, enemies, it's not the light I'm talking about, man. It's not the light I'm talking about. I mean, you know, but on a related your... note, that forge, I'm like, I yeah. if if I ever am graced with a freehold, that shit's gonna go on my freehold for sure. It's pretty cool. I'm gonna have a forge. That is cool. I mean, I just love the like the phoenix on the top of it. Mm-hmm. It's great. And I actually I tend to disagree with you. I think that you'll see like the iconography of the Phoenix elsewhere. Maybe again, you know, it's going to be difficult to kind of maybe get some of the variants. So you may not see like another necklace per se, but I could definitely see like that symbolism there being like almost like an iconic iconography for each of the deities that you can, it's identifiable. Like you might Mm -hmm. have like in the religious orders as you, like you know level up within those and get cosmetics i'm expecting you're going to see like if you like are devoted to the goddess of creation you'll see that which Mm -hmm. i mean i well at least that's that's my hope considering like you know where i am in terms of my like backstory i kind of want to be able to do that so that's probably another big reason why like i love this set is you got the tabard with the phoenix you've got the you know the necklace with the phoenix so it's it's yeah. definitely gonna mm-hmm. fit into what i'm looking for in terms of uh in terms of mythos my only concern and i don't know that they necessarily clarified this they did for the buildings but they didn't necessarily clarify this for the costumes our costumes can be limited in terms of cosmetics meaning if i'm wearing medium armor or cloth for example could i could I don don this cosmetic? Uh, maybe they did clarify it. I don't know. I feel but, like it's, it's could more. Be, yeah. I, I think that you can, but I don't know if that's changed. That was going back a ways, bro. That was like, yeah, that was years. a long time back. Cause I mean, again, I mean, ultimately I think I probably, yeah. if I do have a melee, I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, a cloth melee. It's going to be like a plate wearer. So I'm, ex- but I'm thinking like a bard. Bards are usually like, generally like ideally like I know you can wear any armor and blah blah blah, but there's certain mm. bonuses. I'm expecting your bard is going to be more medium to light armor as opposed to heavy, like in terms of being like ideal. Yeah, 
I mean, that was like, I think if I remember correctly, it was like, there's going to be the icon in the tooltip when you hover the nameplate, et cetera. It's going to show like, you know, buff bonuses, et cetera. It's going to be able to give you a bit of feedback, but like, yeah, you could potentially have, I mean, I wonder if they'll change it, but I, I don't mind there being like a cosmetic outfit that you could put on that makes you look like a plate wearer when you're cloth wearer. I don't mind that. I mean, it's not like it's a, a novel, like it's not brand new. It's been done it's been doing done for a long time it's a really nice way for like people that are cloth wearers who maybe want to feel more melee looking but not perform and actually you know you know function as that to like sort of be able to you know yeah look look a little like you're wearing plate armor but know that you're rocking the bonuses of maybe all cloth or medium or whatever you're doing yeah oh yeah like if you want to go like a battle mage backstory i mean you're gonna want to be able to like look like you're wearing plate potentially, right? I, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, let me let me hit on this. I want to hit on what Skylark was talking about. Have we theory crafted next month's set yet? It's a good question. We'll we'll end on talking about the cosmetics by hitting that. So guys, don't let me forget. Um, this overall had very much a remembrance sort of, uh, you know cremation element it's specifically tied into the doors from a lore standpoint um you know and so that's kind of it this is also hitting on the tomb wardens keeper reverent and glorified watch so talking about the duniers earthen halls we're getting a little bit of a social org again um another social org again and getting a little bit of feedback of you know i mean this is basically an emblazoned phoenix goddess of creation theme with an emphasis on you know, basically cremation and and commemoration is what it essentially is across the board. The Flaming Skull of Unrest is the one thing that didn't really hit that same mark for me. That was interesting because it's essentially manifestation of necrotic forces of corruption consisting of a skull engulfed in unholy fire. It's voraciously drawn to those who are devoted to the divine. It is theorized by the clerics of Dune that the skulls will not cease in their malice toward those of the priestly cloth until they remain, the remains of the skull's body is found and given proper rest. Super interesting to be included with this one because the rest of them basically talk about Dunir Orient stuff, the Anvilian Hog, the, the Tabletop Mountains, um, you know, Tomb Wardens Regalia, still goes back to the Dwarven stuff talking about the esteemed deceased, uh, even the hearse of the honored, um, you know, basically talks about a cast. So it's like what hauls the cask of the dead potentially before they're cremated. Right. So like all this is like basically cremation oriented, except for the skull, which has got a, you know, a necrotic, you know, lore component to it so that's going to be kind of an interesting thing to see what the clerics of dune are all about um definitely out of all of them if it felt like i wanted to get something and not miss out the, the pet cosmetic skin because i don't know that you're going to be able yeah. to get a pet like that in game outside of maybe an achievement or i don't know because you're not breeding them you animal husbandry at least i don't think so anyway there there's there's that so Pretty interesting, like it. I do feel like this is a set that I would probably want to get because it almost feels like it's commemorating Intrepid Studios' journey more than anything. Yes. Yeah. 
You know? It also fits in like um so we had the clerics live stream last yeah. like the last live stream, right? And yeah. now this is about mm-hmm. well, clerics' duties of like cremating the bodies and purifying the souls mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like that, that sort of journey of life. So right. it, it sort of fits into it. True. Um so speculation on like uh Skylark had brought up uh have we theorycrafted next month's set yet? Ideas on what we think that that would be theory crafting. Let's go. I, I mean, I feel like they need to go out with a bang. I feel like they need to make the last one yeah. like feel really good, meaningful. I'm. I understand not everybody's gonna want it, but I feel like the the last one should be one that's like really effing cool, mm-hmm. and one that potentially not everybody would want to miss. Like, so it's like ah, I got the last set. You know, before they they basically went to a la carte style or whatever, which uh, is good. I mean, I think that's it's a good decision they're making. I think as far as like the set, I guess I'm. I mean, they kind of stole my thunder a little bit because had they not done anything like mm. with the, you know, with the um, god of create or goddess of creation, I would say they would do something like that. Right. But maybe they might do something like a little more like magical and like in terms of like maybe auras or something like that. I could kind of see that. I'm just thinking like if their last set was in October, it'd probably be an easier pick. But for right now, mm. I'm like, I'm not sure. I mean, we're kind of getting into that pre-fall season. So potentially Ooh. something like like that. Um but I don't know. It's it's because well, here's maybe like a crazy theory. We'll see. We haven't seen a lot of the Tolnar. True. I'm yeah. I'm curious to see if they would do something kind of like Tolnar esque for the last set. Mm. It's an idea. I mean, I don't know. They you know what they got cooking, but that would probably be uh something yeah. that I think would really go out with. I mean. Granted, not everybody's like into the Tolnar thing, but it would definitely be unique and something we haven't seen before. So I'm hoping it's some like some race we haven't really seen a lot of because we've pretty much like hit every race except the Tolnar and the Cosmetics. Yeah, I agree. But unfortunately, I don't think there's going to be Tolnar, even though I want it so bad because it's my race. That's the race I won. That's my one race that I will be doing. So um, that's really, I'm really, I, I wish it would be, but I don't think it is. I think it's going to be something, like, if this is more related to Cleric, I think the next one will be related to something sort of nodes and industry and industrial sort of scenarios. So I think something like uh, hip, like heavy machinery or like, so, it's going to be, might be another dwarf set, to be honest. Or, or it's maybe even the, um, one of the, one of the elves, the uh, military one. Uh, um, Imperial, Imperian. Yeah, yeah. Because with nodes, there's node sieges, and that might make sense. So it might be some sort of war siege sort of thing. So I'm expecting maybe like some sort of war mount, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting some deal with nodes. Um, but oh, I'm, I'm with you, Daedalus. I really, really, really want something to do with Tana with the last one. Make it, make it go out of a bang. Make it something like. Under darkies, like edgy. Yeah, I, I like my edgy stuff. Just like, like ambient lighting oriented stuff that feels very under realm. Yeah, see that—that's what I'm thinking. It would be like if they want to go out with the bang, 
just get a little underworld action going on. I agree. Uh, just you know. I mean, it's the one. It's yeah, no, the one. No race. stuffer tens or like booty shrooms. No, no. Give me some tall heart. Booty shrooms. Oh, booty shrooms. Come on. <laughs> right. The little freaking fungus, dude. No, dude, you're right, man. That that's look. It's the one race that has not gotten anything. It would be a great chance to sort of reveal something about them as well. Yeah, but that's that's the one, right? Because if you're gonna, I mean, if every other race has got a pack, except for this one, you know, yeah. except for the final, like if the final one doesn't have it, then you literally went the entire time with no. Nothing for the Tolnar. Not yeah. even once. So that would be that would be going out with a bang. Because you'd also potentially tease and give a, a stepping yeah. stone towards the Tolnar showcase that we have yet to see. So I think I think I would have to agree with that. Absolutely. Show me the Tonar. Yeah. Even if the, yeah. <laughs> the Tolnar's not in it and it's just like the armor for it, that's that's fine. You don't need to show yeah. any bodies of them. Just show us like a theme of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You show us toes. We're used to seeing toes. Yeah, just toes. Just toes. Let's show some some shoes or something. Yeah, just go straight Toe up Tolnar fans. Yeah. Tolnar fans, you know, just show up the toes, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. This is this is creeping down a very dark alley that I'm just gonna stay out of. Hey man, it could be worse, dude. People, look, it's not that creepy. You don't want to. I don't want to know. Let's just keep that on the DL. That that's for the after show. The after show, dude. You know what, man? I think I would actually be a little disappointed if they didn't do Tolnar. Actually, yeah, I'm... I would too. I mean, I'll be honest. And like, and I'm, I mean, I'm not like a Tolnar groupie by any stretch of the imagination. I actually enjoy like all the racials, like different races and cosmetics. Mm. And normally, I'm like, I'm not a person that runs out to play an orc or runs out to play like some of these more like, um, I, I wouldn't say like, um, not not not. It's not non-standard, but non like humanoid like. I'm generally like a human or an elf right at the start but this game is definitely like i really want at least one of every type of sub race making it a tougher call because oh absolutely i mean again right i mean this is i mean fingers crossed right this is the the last the last mmo i'll ever play it is for me you know that yeah i mean and i want to be able to have like you know that first character really invest into it and then start branching out and and at, at the very least like in the character creator just have these other ones chilling because that's honestly what i did with that blizzard game is i had a main for a long time and then i made i had made like level ones of all the other races that i liked and eventually i would play them like when i got you know yeah. in, into like a good space with my paladin or you know I needed a a break because they messed something up, which is kind of fairly often. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would love because I just it love is. the attention to detail that they have. I do too. I do. And what so yeah, I, I would definitely play a Talnar. So I would like to at least like get in there. And I am also curious on what their plans are, as well. Um, sorry about the background noise. Um, okay. I'm was... I'm curious about mm. their. 
<laughs> their plans as well on what they're going to do post like this last pack. Because they said we've got enough alpha testers, but they mentioned nothing about beta. So are they not doing pre-orders for beta then as well? So I'm I'm curious um, on what their plans are and how they're going to handle the cosmetics. Because I know yeah. there's a you know there there's definitely like a, a portion of the community that's not really like a fan of this you know fear of missing out model. Not to Ooh. say that it's like honestly like. I'm not a fan either, but I, you know, I I have gotten into a, a rhythm of buying cosmetics because I want to support the game, but I also like the what they do. Or like I kind of see what they've built, and then I see it in action, like in an actual model. I'm like, it's one for one. So I've right. never had like any concerns that what I'm purchasing via a concept mm -hmm. is not going to hit the mark, you know, when it gets into a model. But I am curious to see like how they're going to handle that in the future. Um, and I think also they were talking about no longer allowing people to upgrade as well, right? If I'm not, if I read Ooh, that right, um, after a certain ooh. point, it might be at, at a certain point. I don't think it was necessarily in this post. No, yeah. But yeah. I know before they mentioned at some yeah. point, as they get closer to release, you're going to mm, not be able to like upgrade. go from one level to the next. If you were like Kickstarter or something like it's that, true. I think Kickstarter or summer backers, you yeah. could upgrade at some point. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they handle that. it going forward. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember hearing something like that. I, I think they yeah. said that in stream or something. Um, yeah. That was a long time ago, but yeah, I mean, that's something that, you know, we've been told since Kickstarter is like, eventually you won't be able to upgrade anymore from whatever pack you've got. So, you know, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like by alpha two, that should probably happen. That's just my opinion. Um, I feel like at that point when you're in alpha two, you're in the last, you're in the last big stretch. So I feel like if somebody yeah. hasn't upgraded by then, like betas shouldn't be a time because beta is one of the shortest tests they're going to do. It's a quality control check. It's a bigger stress check. Um, and that's going to have the most people doing stuff. It's it's not going to be the long test. Alpha 2 is. So if you're, I feel like Alpha 2 is like the time when you start to like, you know, yeah. you know, rein things in and go, all right, you know, we're not going to worry about like this stuff anymore. We're going to worry about all the stuff that we're, we're here now. We're getting, we're getting there now. Mm -hmm. Now it's focused on other things. But that's my opinion. Um, we've got... Dev discussion. It's gonna very light dev discussion, and we're gonna go into the Q and A stuff. Adelis, you look like something stinks. Is that is that me bringing this up? No. Well, I just yeah, I I think we talked about it a little bit like last time. <laughs> yeah. This felt like a throwaway question. I'm like, guys, come on, ask us some tougher questions than like what you're looking for. I and mean, this is a po uh, like a poll I could get on like, you know, one of those like, you know, bargain basement websites that you know reports gaming news God. <laughs> come on i know you, you're better than that intrepid come on yeah this <laughs> is a, yeah i think we probably answered this question in like in the first 10 podcasts or whatever <laughs> we did yeah we, which we were talking about that earlier today the simcast we were talking about that earlier on my other channel and uh yeah it was funny talking about that but here's the question Get ready, everyone. It's a doozy. It'll get you thinking, I promise. Sarcasm, yes, a little. What are you looking forward to most in-game? Dev Discussion 54. An example may be game system, 
a fantasy you hope to carry out, or a specific activity with other players. <laughs> Little bit, because... Well, I know what fantasy Sim wants to carry out. No, you don't. What do you mean? <laughs> well, like, sapping people in the dark. <laughs> I mean... On my alt, that's a dark, that's dark uh, overlay. I know your alt, right? <laughs> I mean, I would say, like for me, I think honestly, a system, and again, it's it's not like whatever I've seen before. Yeah, it's I want to see like a well done crafting system that I can really invest in and be proud of. Um. And I and I'll and the bar is high for this. I have not ever had a crafting system that I could say that I like fell in love with and stayed in love with. It was pretty much, you know, yeah, it was an afterthought. So I'm yeah. hoping, given how important crafting is, where you get the best gear from it, there's different kinds of progressions, there's choices and you know you know, choices and consequences or, you know, trade-offs and so on. I do hope that the crafting system is top-notch and it, mm. it's got as much investment as the rest of the game in like key systems, like nodes, like sieges, like classes, just it's on the same level. There's one thing I've seen in other games is there's great like pockets of really good things crafting is never one of those great pockets of yeah. good things you're not wrong you're not wrong at all yeah i i agree with you with that one because like they've got like if you, you know, a lot of these games currently what they focus on is the the end game content which is like all the top players are playing all the stuff and it's like really fun and great but yeah. all the new players when they play the, the new stuff like the like beginning like beginning half the game it's pretty average compared to the end game. So they don't continue on playing, which makes it sort of like a dead game at that point because you're not introducing new players. So if you make the crafting yeah. system fun, you make the beginning fun, then people are going to stick around. Like, not everyone's going to be at the top 10%. But, um, yeah. Just what are like, you looking forward to? That's a great question. I, I just, I mean, I totally agree with both you guys. I really do. I think those are really important things. I just wish they had a better question. That would have been a little more thought provoking, <laughs> I guess, is what I'm looking for. <laughs> Armor cells over oh, there is dying looking... because I look like this is I'm miserable. I just... no, it's, the, the question is, what are you looking forward to in Ashes? And you're like, I'm looking forward to a better question. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's it's exactly right. Saying. It is exactly right. I'm looking forward to a better question than this. Can we do better on Dev Discussion 55, please? Thanks. Um, yeah. Look, I, I know I'm being a little harsh or whatever, but it, 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 the reality is, is like this isn't a lot to work with. It's not thought provoking. No, I'd like us to like, you know, be asking questions to get people thinking about like, you know, things that are foundationally important in Ashes. And this is more foundation, not really foundationally important at all. Really more just generally oriented to any game. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could sit here and talk about what fantasy do I hope to carry out. Why don't I answer that part, right? I I, I do. I look forward to being a dirty dark overlord on my alt. That's what I look forward to. There we go. Got it. You could just it's you happened. could just strike out on my alt, and then I think that that's accurate. 
you know, and only the so people that were here. That Alfina, just you know, <laughs> let, let's let's edit it for truth. Let's let's just do that. Yeah, I do. I do. There's a lot of ashes of creation people. I want to go gank. How about that? How about that? I'm actually looking forward to like hopefully upgrading my PvP skills so I can participate in right. in the uh, light justice portion of the program. There will be the there will be the light. I, I, I want to be able to get like do some sort of like in in some sort of like barren language i want to have like a get dusted tavern <laughs> is what i want it's like just literally like, dust just trailing behind you as you run yeah. and it's like it's like like uh, it's like life forge baby powder uh, just coming like sparkles. in a trail from behind me like it's sparkling yeah. dust in your trail no, no, not sparkles hey no let's, let's be it's not sparkles he's like hey it's you life better get down baby right. powder. no sparkles here get right what is this twilight vampire bullshit no, it's not. Exactly. It's like, this is Twilight. <laughs> this is Vera. This, like, this is Vera. Oh. I need, I need to, like a big old boot. Oh, side Back side note. Boot. I gotta like I got side sidebar real quick. Um, I'm hoping, I'm I'm planning, I'm gonna see if I can pull it off. Oh, that the last last voyage of the Demeter this weekend. I wanna see that movie. That's some vampire mm -hmm. shit, dude. That's a Dracula shit, bro. Ooh. Side note. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Ooh, Alpita got a better question there. Mm, that's a good, that's a good clip too. Very well played, my friend. Very well played indeed. Uh, honestly, like I, I, I do actually look forward to an alt night because you know, like one thing I've enjoyed in MMOs uh, is you play your main, you do the main thing right, and you know, as a main character, from a narrative standpoint, so I'm gonna like just justify what I'm talking about here. Uh, I'll play my main. He's always a light bringer. It is right. Everybody knows my main, my main, my main character. I, I always dedicate uh, all of the core of my energy to. It's always the paladin library character. I can't get away from the archetype. But when I got that extra time, I love a good old alt night of just being a bad boy, right? Because I never make the bad choices on the paladin character, right? Never. I'm always a light bringer. I always make the good choices. I always help the people. I always do all that stuff. Even, even on principle, even when the character that you're helping is kind of a D-bag and you don't want to because, right? Because my archetype is that guy. So when I get a chance to play an alt and do an alt night, oh, I get dirty. I'm a bad boy. And I can't, I, I look forward to it because it, it's, it's almost like removing the boundaries and the borders and letting yourself, well, I'll let you all kind of think about that a little bit. But the point is, is, um, come into your Dionis, you know, just realize the truth that Dionis indeed mm. and enjoy the, the overlord nature. A little sometimes only on Fridays. Let's say Friday. Yeah. Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday. No. <laughs> um, oh my god, no, Alfina did clip something on the Samorg channel you guys are probably gonna enjoy seeing. You wanna see me dweedle out so hard? There you go. That that clip over there was ridiculous. It's been posted in Discord. You're welcome. Alfina caught it. And I was like, oh my god. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody. Just know. I'm not gonna even wait till the end of the show. I gotta watch Shameful. <laughs> Shameful pro streamer right there, bro. That's all I gotta say. 
it is a testament to how long I've been doing this. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Okay, dev discussion. We've chopped up, okay? Who knows what we're going to talk about next week? Uh, new cosmetics, chopped up, right? Caught up with our cast, I The dev discussion, we didn't hit the Q&A, okay? We're going to hit the Q&A real quick. We did do the Claret Q&A. We're going to hit the main Q&A for the rest, uh, for the latter part of the last dev stream. So let's hit it. Just jump right on in there. So we've got the time to knock this out with the time we got left. Keep it in mind, we're trying to stick to the one hour marker for the podcast, an hour, give or take, because, well, people have kind of talked about how they like that being more digestible. Okay. Will some kind of technology be used to delay data mining? It's a good question. Data mining is kind of something I have enjoyed in other games, but sometimes you kind of don't want to know. So people are on two, two, two sides of that. They said, yes, within the architecture, there is plans to mitigate as much as possible the data mining. It's not possible to block everything, but there are plans in place to mitigate it as best they can. Very vague. So they're working on trying yeah. to, to uh, like limit data mining. The question is, how much of that are they going to be able to limit? Thoughts on that generally? Like like real question, like real, real thing is like, of course, you're going to have some sort of like protections against it. Like yeah. it'll be, it's very stupid company not to have any protections, but nerds will be nerds and they're going to get what they want. Whether they like, they'll, they'll try to absolutely damn hardest. Like, mm. like back when, when Overwatch was actually good and they had that, um, that hacker character that wasn't revealed yet. And they decided to do a, like a, a meta thing. They started like hacking into Blizzard's websites and stuff, and, like bringing them down, and, like doing all yeah. sorts of stuff. Like, right? Like, if they want something, they'll go. They'll go for it. Unfortunately, I'm the type of person to look at these uh, leaks and stuff early. Up to very hard for me for Baldur's Gate not to see this stuff on YouTube. Like, very, very yeah. hard for me not to dive into it. Fair. But nerds, like I tell you, nerds will be nerds. Like, if they if they think there's a way, they'll do it. Right. I'm wondering if their catch-all is going to be it's going to be against TOS to do any of that. I mean, that's the so good catch-all. Like, yeah, I mean, I I would assume they would want to do something like that, considering they don't want to do, like, they don't want to open up the source for mods. Right. Right. I right. do actually mean, like, not going to lie, I mean, when I was playing that Blizzard game, I was on the websites that had all the data feeds and blah, 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 and I loved, like, the item database and all of that. Yeah. So I hope there's like some sort of thing that they're going to do internally to at least give you some information. I'm not saying like everything that like a wow had would give you, but at least like giving you an idea of like where to find certain gear and so on, or at least open that up to an extent, I think would be good. Um, but definitely I don't want like, a, you know, every quest to be listed somewhere and, I mean, granted, there's probably going to have the same challenge, you know, you did with Baldur's Gate is like, is there something on YouTube because I'm mm -hmm. stuck on a quest or whatever, right? Um, so I think that would be interesting to see, like, how they're going to work that out, especially with the fact that each server is going to have its own story and potentially not yeah. necessarily have the same content as well. well um, 
I'm hoping in game like there's like so of scribes like you'll be able to like read something in with your, like a Ashes app. So you'd be able to read like the um like the library from your own node and be like what have people discovered so far and then you can go from there. Like that would be a good way to see that sort of That's information cool. without like data mining. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought at some point they talked about being able to go to a library and on your server and be able to find out the server story or at least go somewhere. Yep. Whether it was like their website or whatever, and you can actually see like what has occurred on your server somehow. Mm. I mean, I think that would be great. Like a chronicle of your server mm. would be awesome. I would love that. Like if I'm at some point, right, if I have friends potentially on different servers playing, I mean, I want to definitely have like a main server, but if other people join the game, they just happen not to be on my server, right? I would want to be able to catch up with you, like what have they unlocked and so on and see how different it is. And honestly, just for funsies, right? Just go in and, yes. you know, check out, okay, what this is, has this server seen or not? And I think that's going to be good. I just hope that that helps with the whole, like aspect of discovery and exploration because I can't remember what game I was looking at or what, sorry, what YouTuber I was looking at recently, mm -hmm. but there was a YouTuber that I um, follow. Um, I think it might be game ranks, but they did like the top games that have exploration as a, like a reward or really rewarding exploration. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I'm like, I know Steven talked about it in the past. And so I hope that that's like a way you can discover server lore and, and figure out yeah. like different things. And it, it's not, again, it's not something you're going to in a website that's artificially like creating this, like you're going in and finding out this, your story of your server. Because one of the things that I really like about my experience now, Ryzen Forbidden West is that kind of, I'm just really digging back into like what I really like about gaming. And that's like an open world RPG, Things don't seem necessarily as repetitive, right? There's different challenges you're doing, having to deal with in the open world. It's like you can just, you know, spend some time doing the main quest or whatever, like the main quest is. And then you've got a lot of side quests that are more meaningful that still give you like a way to progress your character. So you can, you know, honestly play how you want to play. And that's, what they mentioned at some point, like early on when Jeff was still with the team, he's yep. like, this is the kind of experience we're looking for. So I would hope that this data mining piece gets really like minimalized so that the way you're finding out the story of the server is by interacting with your community, like going out and exploring, yeah. discovering, because that's honestly, for me, that's the most fun part of an MMO mm -hmm. in terms of like, one-on-one -on -one, right the social aspect definitely the relationships getting like in with a good group of people that's what's kept me playing mmos when the game itself was like oh god this exactly. shit's tired but but i also like whenever there's like something new coming out i want to be able to kind of get to that content in a good pace because i don't want it to be like so time gated it's like you know it's like pulling teeth but I don't want it to be so quick. I blink and it's over. okay. Right. I'm back to whatever like the standard stuff is. Yeah. I get that too. Um, yeah, it's definitely data mining definitely could be difficult. I think you guys both bring up really good points. I totally agree with too. I think that uh, ultimately 
some things are beneficial to have access to. I think if nothing else, if they have it all, you know, the majority of those things locked down, things like gear are really great to showcase in a developer live stream so that people are watching, more engaged with the community aspect. People are getting the information from the, you know, from the mouth of the developers as opposed to having the data mine, you know, more meaningful, like interact engagements, interactions where, well, now people are watching the content, they have a reason to be a part of the content. They can sort of share in that content, you know, you get the information from that and then people are spreading the word, you know, and you get it out that way. Like that to me is a really good way to go about doing that where you can still get those, that bit of information out and not hit hinder like people being able to get some of the useful information versus the stuff. Maybe you want to safeguard. Um, this, this next question about, can you influence NPC or mobs when interacting with them by utilizing your knowledge about them? The long and short of it, there's no, there's no real branches on like altering their personalities or anything like that, as opposed, you know, in that way, but they did bring up was there's a faction based reputation that could influence different behavior trees. You're going faction based, but this is a non faction based MMORPG sim. And I'm going, yes, a faction based, they mean they can think about social orgs, social organizations, right? Because player based factions are pseudo factions, the ones we create amongst ourselves meaningfully, right? Um, so that's interesting. There's not like a lot I have on that one. I don't know if you guys do. Um, it's good info to have. I don't really have a whole lot of thought on that though. <clears throat> the third question. Um, yeah, have, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I don't have like an opinion mm. one way or the other really. No. Um, but I am interested to see what they mean by like what impact different reputations do have like right. are you similar to like what they did in wow is it like yep. are you kill on site in certain areas until you build up faction exactly. or like how does that work yeah um i'd be interested to see like how um social org politics influences the game meaning if you're of a certain faction how does that give you like potential like interaction options with other factions that's something again i would like i would really enjoy hearing more about as they do any hopefully in the future articles on social orgs yeah i agree with that that's a good point do you have any thoughts on yourself um well me personally i would love to be have a chance like befriend like goblins and stuff to say hey that note that i don't really like it can you attack that can you can you you know go there and just annoy them for a couple of hours like mm -hmm. i'd love to I'd spend a good like two weeks trying to befriend goblins for them to do that. That's interesting. Like, if that was a, if that was a thing, I would do that hundred <laughs> percent. Um, there was a there was a question about yeah. I feel like you're just trying to see. This is the thing. He wants to align himself with the beast people, and if if you all haven't Tolnar, noticed, I'm this, enough right there. Tolnar, yeah, the goblins. He talked about the minotaurs, right? Just saying, like misunderstood creatures, the giants. This is. Keep in mind, everybody, this is kind of where Armortel's going, like friends with the, the people of Vera that are there, not the people of Vera that come to Vera later. Um, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to be one of those people that are going to protect Vera, but I'm not going to be one of those people that uh, block your transit roads with Iger's uh, vests or anything, so you don't need to worry about that. <laughs> allegedly, anyway. Uh, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Will there be a weapon that can heal or buff allies instead of dealing damage? I thought that was interesting because that kind of question to me is like something that 
it can be tricky to have a weapon that does something that you want, in my opinion, sort of rely on your archetypes to do or classes to do. Um, to emphasize on those potential things is a different story, like kind of like anyway. But the, the answer is one of the cleric's weapons that was just developed has an alternate healing mechanic. That I like, that I can dig, right? Something that modifies and or, what's that word we talk about all the time? Augments mm -hmm. the way that things work. This I like, this is the answer I was hoping we would get in regard to um, me looking into the Ashes Pathfinder chat and seeing what Fatalist posted. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to read this. So Daedalus posted in the Pathfinder <laughs> chat and said, that reminds me of the Dave Matthews said in one of his concerts, what, Ar what Armored said about goblins. And I quote, there's evil people, but they still came weeping out one of someone's vagina. Dave Matthews, Radio City Music Hall, 2007. I love Dave. Like it. <laughs> um, yeah. I like the I like anything that ties into augmentation, and even if you're going beyond the archetype combos, we get into divine stuff, like your you know top of your religious order. When you talk about weapons and armor sets that can potentially augment further, that I like because that means. That the game's gonna have very, very you're gonna you're gonna have the opportunity to have a larger variety in how I how you choose to play your character, how your skills are gonna work, how you're how you're gonna function, to bring something a little unique to your character that you will be playing with your friends or the party that you join. It's one of the things that most MMORPGs screw over and over and over. It's in my opinion, one of the things that gives you identity as a player within your chosen archetype and or class that allows you to shine and feel unique and bring something unique to the table. And more often than not, they go and they, you know, they, this is the challenge Intrepid's going to have, and this may, may or may not be our final talking point for today, but this is the challenge Intrepid has, the greater challenge in my opinion, which is, okay, we're going, we are, we are aiming to bring you variety and diversity within your archetypes to make it to where you as a player can do something unique and different that's not fucking cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. Like every game tends to go, they squish it down to a cookie cutter build and set of gear and everything that you've got to use or you just aren't relevant. But you're also another one of the same. And some games start out where they're not like that, but they ultimately end up squishing it down because... From a development perspective, they get lazy, what, whatever it is, right? I'm not going to, I don't know, but they make the decision, right, to do that. And it, it, it unfortunately makes the game feel more homogenized, another one of the same, and something that had unique, very, very unique potential in the genre now just became typical. Not a typical, yeah. typical. And that's the challenge Intrepid has, because once this game launches, it's, I I don't envy them. Character development, archetypes, classes, keeping that unique, fresh, meaningful, and balancing it is a crazy difficult objective for developers for the long haul. That's the end game for them. Probably more than anything else, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. And I'm I'm trying to find like there was an article I have on the HQ that talked about character yeah. and class progression. And I guess to boil it down is 
don't mess up horizontal progression. Right. Um, Because I think that is definitely like every like MMO I've ever played. It's all about vertical. It's totally all about vertical. And I can understand that to a point. But at the end of the day, it gets to exactly what you're saying, Sim, is that it's it's totally about which build is the meta. And I'm going to switch whenever the meta changes. That's what I'm going to switch my build to. Right. And I feel like that is going to like you said, it's going to be totally the toughest thing that Intrepid has to figure out is how can I make horizontal progression meaningful? How can I differentiate my character? Like these, like this question about like, could I like alternate, you know, a weapon? Could that switch out or augment my abilities to be more damage in nature? I'd be great. And I, I know it's going to happen anyway, because it happens in every MMO that if you're like a certain class, Mm -hmm. there's certain expectations, like a cleric, you always got to be healing cleric. You can't be like a damage cleric, which I'm hoping they make though, like there's room for both. Meaning you do have, without it being overpowered, you're kind of able to do both. You're still viable as both. You just might have to tweak your play style a bit to be an effective healer and or damage or kind of balance that out. Um, But I do hope that there is with the larger party size room for people to differentiate and do something different with each of their archetypes and their choices. Because I think that's a lost art. I don't think it was like, again, it's just kind of the same comment that I had about crafting, right? Nobody's ever gotten that right. I agree. And so again, I mean, I have a lot of faith in Intrepid, but this this is a tall order to be able to make it really viable and you're not going to get a hundred percent regardless but still enough i just want them to move the needle enough where i can play for example i don't know my bard character i can create a daedalus build that's just as viable as you know a night stream build or an alfina build or whatever right whoever like is uh or cheryl build right i want to be able to um kind of have those different um options be there for me so if i wanted to focus in a certain area i'm just as viable or just as relevant in a party as my counterparts with the same archetype which is why i'm i'm really hoping that they stick with the eight party mechanic i know a lot of people like that's too much right but it's it's worked in other games and it's allowed multiples of different types of archetypes i mean city of heroes is an example of that having like groups with two like crowd control type classes with you know different mixes of heals versus debuff you know buff it was just a great like testament to how it can work well uh and so i hope that they do stick with that and as the play tests come in they've it gives that flexibility and plus the fact that they're doing their 40 man raids are going to be a thing it's not this whole like you know uh five whatever whatever um blizzard has done with their rage right is you've got this heroic and blah 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 and it's different classes and it scales that i want to be able to like when i'm in a community playing a game right i want to be able to be in a big i mean i want those big epic battles i mean that's what 
once I got into raiding, that's what I really <laughs> liked about raiding is it's not the you know the ten mans or the you know twenty mans. I wanted the forty man raids. I mean that's when I got into like when I got into WoW raiding and there I had a, I was in a guild that had enough people to do that. It was so fun to be able to do that. Now, granted, I had other issues with my paladin being, you know, not really a paladin, just being, you know, buff bot. But that's that's another di- time yeah, for thanks, another Blizz, discussion for that, by the way. And I mean that. Thanks, in, Blizz. Yeah, for I mean real. that is in no <laughs> thank you. You suck. Does that hurt? <laughs> Assholes. Like the the whole fact you can augment over your weapons, like your weapons can augment your skills as well, means like I might pick really low level gear just for the augment itself and not the gear it's uh, like you can go you can go full sets yeah. and be like okay cool i've got a set bonus because i've got heavy armor or something right or i can decide to go light armor heavy armor middle and then like medium armor on the like, head in order to get like these certain augments on my one ability that so that way people are like this guy's a little mismatch what's, what's he doing he looks so weird and all of a sudden mm-hmm. i use my ability it's like mm-hmm. well how to do that that is so weird like because mm-hmm. like you're stacking not just your skill augments and your secondary class augment you're also stacking your uh you could be stacking your religious you could be stacking your social as well as your like there's all these different levels that you can do that change how it works and that's like as you said it's not horizontal it's not um vertical it's horizontal now because like instead of going straight up it's like now changing into a completely different thing that it wasn't before and that's because you're using like different augments and that's what really excites me is like one skill could be actually 17 different skills depending on how you augment it yeah and you know the other thing too is like with the the gear the with the crafters being able to roll stat blocks we haven't seen that yet either talk about another added level of like you know variation to like how you can adjust that to then help with the augmentation of your abilities and stuff what if enchantments yeah. could um, add augments onto the onto the weapon? Fuck, man, um, let's go if that works. Because yeah. that way, so that way, you could actually choose which augment was on which weapon. Yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Would, but it could yeah. be like hard. Or it could be a difficult, like a difficulty modifier. You know, if you mm. like choosing why, like forcing enchantment is not normally on there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's good shit. I do like the idea of mixing and matching sets too, because that was one of the things, yeah. like. You know, you did a lot of chasing and wow of sets, especially like in the early game to get that final set bonus. Mm -hmm. I want there to be again, I don't want something to be like OP with two pieces, but Mm -hmm. I do want to be able to kind of say, okay, well, I know this will give me like this aspect of my play style that I like doing. This will give me another one. And again, it gives you an option where you're not just chasing a set like, you know, going after like a set of shoulders so you can get the final bonus, you know, for two friggin' years. Right. I mean, you know, that true story. Uh, I mean, it was like that. And, and it was like, that was two expansions after it actually was relevant. So yeah, oh, no, Thanks, yeah. Evoke PTSD yeah. Symptoms. You, see, you, you know, my feelings on RNG, it's a very sore <sighs> subject, but I do feel like that would be like a way to do it. And especially when you have, I'd be interested to see what they, again, going back to crafting, I'd be interested to see how they handle like sets from a crafting perspective, right? Yeah. Are you able to, I mean, I would expect, and I I would hope, right? Investment of time allows you to craft sets with set bonuses. Um, So it's not just like anybody can do it because that just makes it, you know, 
not as meaningful, I guess, or you're going to not get really great um, bonuses by doing that. I hope like your master armor smiths, so your master weaponsmiths are able to create like unique weapons that have some sort of bonus. They're not necessarily like legendary per se, though that could be a thing, right? If you have a legendary weapon or armor set and you get to a certain point in your progression and all the stars align for you to get the recipe and so on. Right. I think that would be great, but I would like some there somewhere in the middle, like not like every novice can do it. You've got a mm. decent amount of progression in the game. Master You're getting shit. like those rare resources to be able to craft something mm. that's truly unique to say, okay, Hey, Sim just made me the, like, you know, the armor of the light bringer. And I got this great set bonus with it. That's right. right. Oh, maybe it's more armor. Than no, no, no. Armor. You were right you the know, first time. Me, me Don't you do that. I was forgetting myself. I was just talking. About... Don't anyway, you do that you know, to it would be like legendary, truly re legendary. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be, that would be, uh, I think a really, again, want make, making crafting relevant, giving people Ooh. options for uniqueness. <laughs> Being able to tweak that set bonus as well. Like, how many levers can you give me as a crafter? Give me all the levers. Give me all the oh, stuff yeah, and dude. things. Because I want to be able to really, like, be known for something unique Yes. if I invest the time in it. Yeah, the marriage. I, I'd, I'd like to um, suggest something. Like, this might be a little controversial, but instead of being one set bonus, what about those three? So one was, like, the materials made of, the quality mm -hmm. it's made of from, and then the last one is, like, the like the theme or the, t the type of like it's meant to be like a uh orcish set so it's got like it's, it's all orced and it's, that's like a third of a set bonus but then there's also like the quality yeah, like there's three different types of things you need to match so you can get like a double set a triple set or a single set depending on what sort of like how well you are you get a triple set you oh, have yeah. to get the same quality Pretty interesting idea i mean okay this this is out there but i'm gonna throw this out there for all you crafting nerds I would love a system when you're crafting to be able to actually pick out the cosmetic of something that you're making uniquely. Like you can tweak it. Like it's almost like a, think of it like the costume system in city of heroes. And I know not, not everybody's going to get that reference, but you almost have like a way to be able to using different layers and whatnot and colors, you can actually create your set and make it unique. I know that's probably not going to be a launch thing if they ever do it. Right. But that would be if I'm going back to what would really like excite me as a gamer for this to make that that great question that we all love, like make it really like hit home. That would be something that Way to I bring would it love. full circle, mm -hmm. by the way. I appreciate that. That was yeah, beautiful. For real. Beautifully for done. Real. For real. <laughs> so I, I, I we know some people that are working on the crafting systems. So yeah. you you listen to this podcast, uh, podcast QS. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know what you know what I'm saying. I know, right? Make it happen. Put it on the board. It could be 2027. I don't care. We we know you're we'll out get there. Get it on there. We know you're out there. We we've seen you. We 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 see you. He's lurking. Right, lurking. Um, you know, we're not making it through all the Q and A today, but that's okay. We'll take some of those questions because I was looking at some of them and they're actually like quite. There's some of those that could be some pretty good discussion points. So we'll just save those for another show because. You know, when they don't give you a good dev discussion to really um, work with and you kind of spread things out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man, I'm no, giving them a hard I feel time. Like we, but... we, we, 
we squeezed the book out of George Washington's nose with this. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we make it work, we, but we got a few points. Yeah, man. I, look, much love, intrepid. No, no, no hard feelings, man. We're just having a little fun here. Um, that's our show. That's our show. We'll we'll be doing next week. We'll definitely wrap up some of the Q and A stuff. Some of those Q and A questions look like they they could we could probably stretch them into a a show, a pretty good show actually. So definitely be doing that and Daedalus is gonna be gone for a little bit again gonna be gone for probably at least a couple weeks i'm thinking so it'll be armored cell and myself carrying the torch for a little while but we got the well we got the next dev stream coming up in about i don't know like a couple weeks or so so got some things to look forward to um gentlemen why don't you shout out your domains where people can find you when you're not on this podcast uh Daedalus. Sure, you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. And Armored Cell. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Armored Cell. And friends, we we might literally be at the end of today's show, but as we're kind of closing, remember that you don't have to be on this podcast to be a Pathfinder. Literally all of you that are here in the chat when we do this live, those of you that listen to your, you know, listen to the podcast in the audio format, you know, driving around doing your living your life. And all of you that check in to the Ashes HQ YouTube to catch up with the podcast there. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light, friends, and have a great night and start to your weekend. Bye for now, everybody. Take care, everybody. Have a good week.